0: another gorgeous little episode of the momos and the appas a podcast discussing the avatar universe as folklore episode by episode we're your hosts
1: eric Lefebvre, dr amber jones
2: and jessica tercero
1: we're starting our journey through avatar the last airbender so we're continuing in book one water today we are discussing chapter two the avatar returns
2: in this chapter, that funny kid we met, Aang, turns out to be the avatar. <gasps> Everyone is shocked and journeys begin.
0: So this is just the full-on continuation of the first episode cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. They've gotten trapped by the booby trap, as it were. Launches the flare that uh, lets the Fire Nation know the avatar is there. We got him. Bada boom, boom, um, boom. This is also the second... Like, initially i thought that this was all just in the first part of the first episode like the whole them catching him in the fight on the boat i thought like before doing this and before we did <laughs> yeah. the last episode i was like oh yeah that was like definitely <laughs> well, it's all one, one episode yeah exactly and it ends right on the like oh no we're
1: we're on the boat i was like wait what what <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I totally got it confused too, and I think it's because, like, one, I think of the first two episodes as the pilot, but also yeah. it's just, like, this second part is, like, immensely better than the first. Yeah, There's just so much even more in it.
2: I think because they didn't have to do as much, like, world building or character development, which, like, all of the stuff they, you know, started with, like, all the exposition yeah. is in that very first episode, and then they could just kind of, like, build on it and be like, okay, cool. But, yeah, I also thought this was, uh, like, part of the pilot, and I was like, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but, like, they have to be... You have to watch them back to back, so splitting them up was, like, weird as yeah. a viewer.
1: Yeah, okay. just a little bit, but I, like forcing another perspective on something. So I like was rewatching it. Um, And just now talking, I was like, so like in a way in the second episode, it's like, ooh, we get to find out like what happens when you set off the booby trap? What happens when you find a boy in an iceberg? What happens when the only way you can learn uh, water bending is going all the way across the world. And all of a sudden, you find a way to do that. Um, and so it's like all of these neat little traps they set for us in the pilot that really hooked us. Now we get to see them like exploding into, oh, here is where our story is going. And there's a million more questions to ask. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I also think it was nice, a nice dressing for how we're establishing the sort of series structure of sort of Zuko versus Mm -hmm. Aang, where we get this moment of them fighting, of him recognizing he's the Avatar, and we see him go into the Avatar state for the first time, which is like a huge moment where you're like, oh, that's right, he's a kid, but... Ooh, what's this <laughs> he can break all of us well,
2: yeah. I really like to sure. like this whole time like Aang is trying to say like you know I'm just a I'm a kid you're a kid he's trying to remind everybody of like the youth that they have and like when we see everybody fight in this episode nobody is good at it Katara <laughs> messes it up uh, Sokka messes it up Zuko's not great at it loses the avatar right away and so <laughs> we see like that these are actually children and they're inexperienced, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and yeah. so like to to me I really liked that playing into this because then like it's also really interesting and I never really thought about it before. But um, when the Firebenders you know um, are you know have to deal with Aang, they've never it's been a hundred years since there's been an Airbender. They don't know how to counteract. Um, airbending, right? They don't know what Mm -hmm. that's capable of, and at this point, like the avatar themselves is a myth, right? And is like Mm -hmm. a legend and is folklore, right? And so, like, they underestimate him because it's like, oh, whatever, that's just child's play. And so, to see that, like, to see that play on everything that's happening there, and especially with, like, um, yeah, just like. Aang using that to his advantage where like he's underestimated Mm -hmm. because of those uh, because of those things, you know, and then like I think that also like really drives into because like Aang has to um, get the knowledge from Sokka or I'm sorry get this knowledge from katara too on how she's like oh here's what you need to do as the avatar this is what the myth says this is what you need to do also like um driving that importance of um shared history and of remembrance and things like that um i don't know i i never really picked up on any of that i was like oh this is why firebenders are bad and don't know what to do with Aang, and this is why he he defeats them so easily they don't know what he's capable of
1: yeah yeah i what I really loved about this episode is, like, it it begs a lot of really important questions. Um, like, one, I, I like that you brought up that, like, they fight, but none of them are very good at it. Um, like, if, if anything, like, Zuko has been, like, you know, quote-unquote, like, training for two years for this. But still, he's very stiff. He's very... Um, like he's walking through this scenario that he's written in his head a million times. Uh, And when I think about that, I think like, oh, it's kind of the same for everybody except for Aang. Like, you know, Sokka has kind of, written this scenario in his head of what he's gonna do and what he needs to do when the fire nation comes back because he knows what happened before and he's the one that's been like kind of left to continue on that legacy um and then like same with katara like okay so she knew she was a waterbender and she would maybe like play around with it um but she doesn't know like how to like use it as an extension of herself um and so like they all kind of have this ideas like oh wouldn't it be interesting when this happens in my life but now they all have to like actually do it and so it's yeah awkward (laughs) um one of my favorite times is when saka's um boomerang you see the little like flash in the far corner and then it like comes back to hit him because I'm just like yes because Saka is not just like a fool like he does have a little something that he's building on but he's like now he knows stick with the boomerang maybe the spear isn't for you because you lost (laughs) it immediately yeah um and so it's just so interesting to think about. Also, just like the larger theme of this war has been going on for 100 years, so long that now, like, the children are fighting it. Like, he was like, you're just a kid, like, you're just a teenager. And yet yeah. we are here, and us meeting is a big part of this giant war that's been going on, um, when really, we could have all just been hanging out and writing penguins sealed like Zuko you can't say that that wouldn't have been so much fun
0: yeah arguably better for everybody like truly (laughs) and it is it like like on top of all of that too it is awesome to see Aang stepping into this role of understanding of like even though he has been gone and he is a literal child Hmm. this this willingness to be like hey you know what yeah I did do that like I did set off the trap it was my fault. Please don't blame her. It was me. Mm-hmm. But even then, um, I should go. Like, you have nothing to do with this. I'm the, I'm the one that they're after, so I should leave to deter them from, like, affecting you for literally no reason. I am I, just that level of cognizance and recognition of, like, not necessarily from an ego place, but from mm-hmm. just a place of, like... I know my power to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. I also know what's happening to some degree. Again, he's still like it's been so long, but he understands like they're after me.
1: I'm gonna go so nobody gets hurt. Bye. He's like, like yeah, the the jig is up. Like, yeah, I guess I you know have I mean? to do it. Um, yeah. Another really great thing on display here is just showing why Aang is different from everybody else. Like. He is being captured by like we learned later that it wasn't like a very big ship, but it's still like no. a ship with soldiers on it. Yeah, um, like someone who's like, oh, I've been searching for you for years, and I know the first time I watched it, I was just like, uh, wait, so he gets captured immediately? <laughs> like, yeah, it's about. I thought you were supposed to keep him safe. Yeah. Um, and. But okay, so here's what just like blows my mind It makes me freaking love that weird little kid Aang is like, (laughs) he's like, okay, I'll go with you. And he turns around and he's like, look after Appa until I get back.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yes. like that's his main concern in that moment.
1: Yeah, and, and it's like he knows it's, he can get back to them. Like yes, maybe he doesn't know how, yeah. but he will. And he like he knows he's capable. Like he's, he's like really, don't worry, I've got this. Like he's he's showing like, "Oh, I'm actually in control. I know I'm a silly little kid, but yeah. I know what I'm doing and I'm going to be back." And like yeah. that just I, I I fell in love instantly. It's like was, oh like, this
0: little this little ship. Yeah, I'll be back in like yeah. a couple hours. Give me give yeah. me a little bit. I'll be right back. And while yes.
2: I I also like fell in love with him at those moments mm-hmm. where he's just like you know like again reminding everybody that they were kids. Hey, let's do payments. Yeah. Like <laughs> even at the very end yeah. after like this whole thing with um with you know being captured and the whole thing. They're yes. flying somewhere and he's just like okay. Fine, I'll do avatar stuff. But we have some very important stuff first. Yeah. We're gonna go do this and we're gonna ride this and we're gonna check out this. He's like, we're going to all the amusement yeah. parks and we're gonna ride He's all like, of look. the things and it's gonna be so great. But like even <laughs> like in that, like you still like I liked that we're able to see that like even as a child you can like feel deep things and deep emotions because like I feel like we really get to see Aang feel his deep regret and his shame. Mm-hmm like around like what he did and especially like what has happened to the world like he's still kind of processing that like he he can't that's too big but instead he can only see like how it's affecting this one village right here you know and Mm -hmm. like we see him put that fake smile on for Katara and Mm -hmm. I was like oh oh my god no (laughs) like yeah, Like, he's confronting some really big and heavy stuff, but also still is a child, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and um, another great thing about this episode is that, like, okay, and if you can, like, transfer yourself back to like the first time watching it and you've just been introduced to like the Avatar universe Um you really like they keep saying bending I, I remember like at first like I didn't understand what they meant by bending for a while until they got to the like you know later part of this episode where like you know like Aang he's been thrown into like the icy depths and he's sinking and gantara is yelling his name and he goes into the avatar state and does that like amazing water <laughs> bending, and like all of a sudden you're like that's what that like that's what that could be and you yeah. get like your first taste of like oh there's going to be some really interesting martial arts there's going to be really interesting things that um, they can do, like, this. there's so much more to this bending thing that they've been talking about, and that's, a, it's a, it was very exciting and very well done.
2: Especially after seeing them all kind of fail at it, right? And, like, Zuko's was just kind of, like, fire punch, fire punch, it's all, like, very yeah. rudimentary, <laughs> and then to see, like, oh, this is actually what bending, and this is what is incredible, and, like, this is, how do we unlock this? Because he doesn't have control over it, right? So, yeah. like, there's like all of this mystery around that and you're like okay okay I can I see this I see this now
1: <laughs> yeah yes so like it I feel like it's just so well paced mm-hmm. that like oh, you 100%. know get introduced to this fun and these characters that are kids but they're also have to like deal with these serious things intermittently yeah. um but there's a big big world that they're just like on the edge of and you want to like you want to go with them to find out what else happens with this bending thing how big and special can it be because at this point like Sokka is like oh it's magic it's some some little tricks that people do Um, he hasn't even seen a serious water bender Um, And so it's just so interesting and it perfectly uh, kind of whets your appetite for the journey.
0: I mean, it's also nice, like you were talking about earlier, watching them sort of develop as like kind of these rudimentary benders and like they're still very much learning how to do it. But that as just moments of sort of character reveal like when Katara tries to water bend and she ends up like freezing Sokka's feet, uh-huh. and then she like kind of like quietly closes her eyes and like oh, okay, and tries I'm it making. again, <laughs> and it works. Like just ha- ha- by happenstance, it ends up working, and it just these beautiful moments of like, oh wow, I'm like, I am capable, I can do this. Coupled with the power of Aang. and we're seeing like, oh yeah, for sure, he's he's the one. Great, let's follow him.
1: Like, yeah. And, oh, God, I love Katara so much. I, I loved her experimenting. Like, okay, so when I did it facing forward, it went behind me. Yeah. But if I turn around, I bet it'll go the way I want it to go. <laughs> um I, I I loved her, like, working on the job. <laughs> um, and it it was just so perfect. It showed how brave she was that, like, I don't know how it's supposed to go. But let yeah. me do this, and then I can adjust and do it a different way. It was just so cool.
0: And this is the episode where we first get, like, a fully sequenced, like, choreographed fight, right? hmm Like, yes. we didn't really get that the first episode. No. No. So, like, Aang running through the halls of the ship, fantastic. Like, where he does the ball in, mm-hmm. like, a corkscrew over the people yes. as they, like, run. And you're just like... These are the first glimpses at like what is arguably some of the best choreography of like any show ever. <laughs> like I don't think like in most of these fights in in Avatar and Korra, honestly, it's some of the best stylized like action. It's oh just yes, really, really good. And so we get some glimpses of just the how creative, um, they get with what he can, what you can do with with bending in this environment in in a in a fight sequence or in a fight period
2: and it's never the same like I feel like after watching every episode of Avatar and every episode of Korra like I never have I never see the same move twice used in the same Mm. way like sure like Aang does like that little ball thing to get from one place to the other but the way that he uses that is always different and the way that like you you see each of them like yeah how how bending can be used and how these fights are choreographed is always just so interesting
0: like the mattress situation where Zuko's on the mattress and he just like launches the mattress and it hits the ceiling and then he throws it against the wall. Like just these really fun, creative, like Because also, that's like kind of slapstick and silly. It's like, it's, it's a little over the top, but it works. And in the situation, it makes sense. Like, but it's also just a really fun, creative way to show that. And like have kind of a momentary silly beat in the middle of this fight. Like it's just, it's really intentional and fun and thought out. And that's, like i really some of these other fights i cannot wait to talk about because like t- like literally, <laughs> so anything, literally anything with toff whenever toff fights i'm like oh yeah for sure it's gonna be perfect she's gonna <laughs> yeah, destroy it's absolutely it. I perfect don't even know. yeah Ugh, but <laughs> it's really it's like lovely to see a first glimpse of that of like what what we're gonna get later it's just so like ooh, okay
1: thanks. yeah we get like the first close quarters fight between ang and zuko and it's it is very interesting and every time they're kind of put in a similar situation it is like they'll have similar attitude towards each other but then you can see how they elaborate based on like their settings based on what has happened so far and this one is very much like who are you like why yeah. are you so obsessed with me <laughs> yes
2: <laughs> and, arguably like, could you just like
1: leave me alone <laughs> yeah. Aang
2: hasn't ever like dealt with a firebender or anybody outside of like the air nation right so while the fire nation is like oh cool like uh airbending what is this i don't know how this works mm-hmm. like ang is like ang is knows from like books and stuff mm-hmm. right but i don't like he's so young i don't think he's like gone anywhere or seen anybody or done anything right especially because he is the avatar Mm -hmm. so they were trying to like coddle him as much as they could you know um so i thought that that was also kind of neat
1: that is one thing that i think i always have a question about with the avatar story because yes Aang is young but then also at various times he seems to have lots of stories of traveling
2: fuck you're right i'm wrong because um, he knows Boomy and he knows uh, the Fire Nation people. I'm wrong. Cut I was that. like, yeah, I, was, I didn't want to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you can tell me I'm wrong. Tell me that's bullshit. I'm so good for this. <laughs> no, no, no. But it is ambiguous because you're not really given any kind of clue as to okay, when in his life did he do all this traveling? Yeah. Because we do see kind of the end times, like he was around the his air temple when they were attacked and he had just like run away. And so I'm like, so was he like 10
2: traveling okay. the world by himself? Yeah. Like so that is, that was it like, doesn't makes sense because like I'm so – Again, I'm reading Kiyoshi novels and everybody is like so fucking stoked in the Fire Nation to even see like it's ble- <laughs> it's a blessing to see like an airbender outside like mm-hmm. anywhere. Right. And so uh, like he's talking like I got tons of friends in the Fire Nation. I got tons of friends in Ba Sing Se and yeah. at- these people. But like
1: mm-hmm.
2: like they also kind of say that he's at like he nobody knows he's the avatar and he doesn't know he's the avatar. So like yeah. how did he meet all of these people? Do, it doesn't make sense. Do
0: we think? Do we think before he goes to the air temple? So the, so with the air temple, right? Like, I with Aang's backstory, was he mm-hmm. born to like regular non bending parents, and then like so we don't really know that. They're or not we, clear we really about that. it. So, for me, I'm, what part of me is wondering, like, oh, was he just, like, a rich traveler? Like, were his parents hella wealthy? And they're just like, you well, know what? We're just going to go on vacation all the time. <laughs>
2: well, but remember, when Take they choose... baby
1: Aang with us. Yeah, ooh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> when they choose the Avatar, right, they, like, do it, like... Right away, like right away. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. and there's the whole like hundred toys, and they find the um, mm-hmm. the ones that belong to their past life, right? And that's like arguably done when they're like oh, one yeah. years old. So, so then, yeah. yeah, so
1: are like a few oh, years. And or, we know that. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No,
0: is this? Do you think it's one of those sort of like past life recognition situations where it's like, oh, since I sort of embody the spirit of all of these. People who came before me, maybe it's sort of like a regression memory situation. I don't where think it's so like, because no.
2: Boomy knows him, right? Yeah, yeah I guess that's and true. And recognizes yeah, him it's not as like, Aang. yeah.
1: And he had a firebender friend. Yeah. Well, I see it as so. We know that Aang was a prodigy, so. It, he must have mastered all of the airbending forms before they ever told him that he was the Avatar, right? And so I'm like, so maybe he mastered, he became a master at like nine or ten, and then like there wasn't anything to do because he wasn't like he went on a <laughs> training world tour. anymore. And then, like, he just traveled everywhere because he could. And then, like, when he, like, he had scheduled to be back or something. And, like, that's when they told him that he was the Avatar and he had to actually stay around and train or something. Yeah, Um, Yeah. That's what I imagine. Also, they are not clear at all about airbender parentage.
0: Yes, because that's also something that Eric and I were talking about when we were watching this, just in terms of, like, Mm -hmm. We were talking about how in Korra, like all of them get taken like away and are essentially raised by monks away mm-hmm. from their family and taught sort of the ways of airbending, mm-hmm. um, with the exception of um, what's his name, Dad, um, Tenzin, Tenzin, yeah,
1: yeah, Ang's, yeah. So
0: mm-hmm. I just like what is like what are the rules? What is I was the, like that has is...
1: to be fundamentally different than than how they did it. In like the original Airbender culture, right? Yeah, because like Cause, he
0: has his family and is raising them himself. But like, does and that it's mean very important? Just, yeah, does he just get to like double and sort of like moonlight a little bit as both a teacher and a father? Like, I don't like yeah. Because so what are the what are the rules then? And like, why is that an exception versus like here with Aang? Mm-hmm. Where what what's happening? Like mm-hmm. again, it's very fuzzy and kind of just like maybe there's a level to it that like for this narrative it's like that truly is super inconsequential like unless there's a specific like subset narrative in an episode somewhere where mm-hmm. they're like we have to kind of dig into it i'm sure I yeah like i, like, I just don't, don't think know?
1: they'll I, ever I, I know yeah. yeah i was like because, i like... want to understand it just it's part <laughs> of the world and i love yeah. the world and i want to yeah. understand it
2: because like yeah i feel like uh this one obviously he's the only airbender so he's like the authority then cora like tenzin is the only airbender and his kids so like it's all special case stuff right and like again i'm reading Kyoshi right now and she hangs out at the southern air temple but like we like we don't know anything about the culture when like Places like Ba Sing Se and like the Earth Kingdom and the Fire mm. Nation and the Water Tribes are all like so fleshed out That's so I never thought about it. We, we don't know shit about the air the Air Nation, except yeah, are and,
1: <laughs> and when we go all the way back to Avatar One, the Airbenders are living in family unit units. Yeah, um, but in right? like Aang's time, like you know, they had a boy side and a girl side. And so I was like, so is it like there is no individual family unit unit? Um, And if so, like, okay, how do- how does that all work? Wait, okay., <gasps> uh,
0: okay, wait, sorry, I brought up this, <laughs> I brought up this word earlier when we were discussing this very same thing. So I, 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 we were talking about it, and I was like, oh, so it's like a monocule situation versus a polycule situation and was that i have to look it up is that right am i using that right you?
1: right no clue
0: because <laughs> i think i think like a monocule is sort of like standard uh what what we consider as a family unit or expected family unit as like mm-hmm. one singular entity group of like mother father two children yeah. situation whereas a polycule is more of like community-based grouping of mm-hmm. sort of a rearing and sort of a, an introduction and teaching as mm-hmm. as a as a group as a community sorry i like it popped into my head during a conversation earlier with eric and i was just like oh god i feel so smart i, <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh, I, yes. uh yes t- wait <laughs> how do you spell it because now words. i'm trying
2: to look it up and i don't
0: i think so polycule p-o-l-y-c-u-l-e i think
2: okay polycule because I tried to look up monocool and I couldn't find that
0: I know, it kept saying monocle Yeah,
2: <laughs> and I'm like, that's and not And I was it. like, oh no,
0: that's, that's not what I want
1: <laughs> They were like, are you sure you
2: don't want A tiny little
0: yeah. One eye glasses <laughs> Yeah, you, you're, you're talking about that
1: Correct? The yes. singular glass You seem like a monocle kind of guy <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly Oh my gosh, sorry. I derailed that for the sake of my own brain. No, we were
1: off somewhere. Yeah. But going genius- into airbender genealogy. Yeah. <laughs> what
2: is up with we that? We answer the deep questions here. Okay. Um
1: we really do. Yeah, we did. Um But yes, yeah, so again, this episode is great because it does it sees all of our heroes and anti-heroes off on a journey, and now instead of reliving the same scenario that they had in their head for years and years and years, they have to do new things, and they have to pivot, and they have to adjust, Um, and it's very funny to see (laughs) them negotiating all of that.
2: I feel like there's also a lot of foreshadowing, too, with with what everybody does, so like Katara Correct me if I'm wrong. It's been a minute since I've seen uh, her battle later on with um, Azula, Mm. but she freezes Mm. her in place, right? yeah and that's yeah. kind of like one of the things so like oh, we yeah. s- the first act of like I'd offensive water bending of that. that we see from her is that right and then we don't really see when Aang gets into like the avatar state like again mm-hmm. we don't really see him use all four elements for a long time until like that last mm-hmm. battle I think and we see him do that in this in this episode Sokka we see him like which like I've fucking loved the image of Sokka being alone on the battlements, like, not fucking standing <laughs> down from this big ship. Like, it was hilarious, but it was also... It was
1: beautiful. It was so,
2: like, incredible seeing, like, just this one small boy, like, willing to stand up to, like... And, like, not back down, even when he's in danger, like, this entire giant warship, like, that's so... um That's so indicative of Sokka as a character and his journey, like seeing everything literally crumble around him while he's like facing this to protect his family and Mm -hmm. his friends, you know, like he is willing to do whatever he has to do in order to protect them, which is such a cool contrast from, you know, what we see about him as like, like some of his character stuff where he's like a shitty little misogynist, right? So like (laughs) you see that he has a good heart and he has like, he has this capability, but he just has to learn to see outside of, um learn to think for himself and like have that cultural awareness be around other women you know to um to really get outside of himself you know and foreshadowing with the boomerang and the whole thing like yeah (laughs) um uh yeah i i never realized that but i was like ooh, that's that's fucking cool i I
1: loved that image
0: yeah i'd really never even considered what you'd said about uh katara and azula Well, just in terms of, like, her developing this skill, whereas this is, like, the first time we're seeing her really do this one thing Mm -hmm. and practicing it and considering it and spending time with it and using it, like, implementing it in a real-world situation for then that to be the exact same way that she defeats arguably the most unstoppable force of of absolute rage and complete control,
1: like, to
0: use it in the very same way, just fully mastered, fully realized fully controlled i know what i'm doing let me do it yeah perfect like, oh.
1: timing mm-hmm. yeah this has got to be intentional. katara oh, it has to be of yeah. the water tribe yeah. uh yes i had never thought of uh how much they do foreshadow what is ultimately inside all of our new friends. Um, you know, Sokka co- being completely willing to stand alone for what he believes in. Uh, Katara uh, just able to in every situation adapt and see the benefit and see exactly how she needs to position herself. Um, uh, it's it's perfection, and then see, Ang as the absolute all-powerful avatar that he is,
2: bending all four elements. Yeah, yeah. Also, um, Sokka ceremoniously preparing for battle was like really, really great too. Like just yeah, like the, everything with yeah. him in that last yeah like just yeah. <laughs> everything with him in that last half of the episode was just absolutely incredible even like you know um again t- talking about katara right mm-hmm. like she like is the embodiment of hope and like mm-hmm. seeing like once he realizes that she's right right she's trying to defend mm-hmm. herself and be like look i know you're gonna say no but i have to we have to go and help him we have yeah. to do this and he, she's, he's like I got a boat already. It's already ready. You're right. (laughs) You've been right. (laughs) And he, like, tells her that. He's like, yeah, you're right. Let's go do this. Without, like, you know, without a second thought, he's not going to question her. He's also not going to question his duty and, like, how he can save the most people and protect the most people. That is Mm. getting and protecting the Avatar, you know? And, like, uh, Katara, too, like, she... It inspires Aang to like try to like embrace his avatar hood, and like we also see uh Granny where she looks at Katara and says, It's been so long since I had hope, thank you, Katara. Yeah. Like she, like, yeah. verbatim, my little
1: like, water
2: yeah, like. It- She, this whole thing is mostly, I don't know. Yeah. For me, it's about like hope, like this, like realigning hope and like giving, um, showing how important cultural history is and why it's important to remember it.
1: Yes. So we have not talked much about sweet baby Zuko. Um, (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Sweet, sweet little baby boy Zuko. (laughs) Um, you know has been like everything about his story is just like horrific and like no one that uh, that age should ever have to go through like that isolation that rejection and all he's ever had to hold on to is well if I capture this person who might not exist <laughs> yeah who no one else has even come close to maybe I can have a life that I was supposed to have because I've you know not realizing he blamed himself but I've messed up this great life I was supposed to have
0: yeah Mm -hmm. even though at every turn like the public humiliation of like just what his father did to him like that alone as like an event is like so staggering and like earth shattering for for
1: a kid for literally a child like Like, yes, a a literal sweet baby boy who was like just frolicking on a beach. But, (laughs) yeah. um, (laughs) And all he uh, wants is to get back there,
0: which is like arguably makes sense. Like, especially at that age, like, yeah, I did something wrong. It was me. My dad is literally the most important. He knows everything and he's right. And I'm wrong. And I did it wrong. And if I do it right, maybe everything will be better and it's like <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just like oh it's coming uh, to my arm zuko <laughs> yeah
1: and like he, dang, he, he, like that's awful puts yes. on this
2: armor of like masculinity of what he thinks yes. like his dad wants him to be as a man and mm-hmm. like i love that I, again going back to foreshadowing and stuff like Zuko doesn't kill anybody or harm anybody in the village. He doesn't even harm the Avatar when he gets him. He just puts him in jail, right? Mm-hmm. And even when he like, his, and he
1: gladly goes away. He
2: gladly goes away. And even after the Avatar escapes, mo- I mean, most Fire Nation people or like you know would have um, destroyed the whole village to begin with. But he doesn't oh, even yeah. go back to the Southern Water Tribe and destroy them like any other Fire Nation person. Like he like. Zuko, sweet baby. Just sweet yeah. baby. Sweet Zuko. baby. <laughs>
1: um the 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 genius Donny Brasco, even with his like voice acting, <gasps> yes. he does it like slightly different in this, like, in this first like interaction with Zuko, where he was like, I see I have found you, Avatar. I have been <laughs> looking for you. I crossed the seas and now I will bring you back to my father. Um and I mentioned this before and I and remember I forgot it was in this part where um he says like oh I I guess you would not know of fathers being brought up uh by monks <laughs> and it's just like yeah all you all i can see in my head is like little like zuko like reading everything he could about airbender culture and history because he had to know his enemy perfectly if he was going to get his honor back um and he even like when he takes Aang's staff he was like this will be the perfect gift for my father yes my father will love me again yes we're on our way daddy's love is coming to me <laughs> um, and it's just it's it's so hilarious and sad seeing it happen uh, really? but you know that like this is what he's been thinking about for years on a stinky cold ship all alone with, like his mother was sent away his father fucking burned him literally literally, <laughs> literally yeah And like, and he's been thinking about this moment and it comes off like so like nerdy,
2: also like and, performative right he's like yeah he, his oh whole like attitude changes when he's like performing for you know like uh for the avatar or for his men right he's like oh yeah well yes. i so that's why i'm over here laughing because it's like it is very much <laughs> like a young boy trying to be a man quote unquote he's
0: donning he's donning his daddy's uniform yeah. that's all yeah. he's doing this whole time yeah yeah he's just he's he's trying to be he's trying to be him in a way to i mean at the end of the day i feel like he's trying to be his father in a way to finally for the first time in his life be close to his father because the only way to be as close as you can be is to be so like it really does seem like that's what he wants to do and it's also the reflection of like that's kind of all he's ever seen and been taught so despite everything there is that like well, that's just how I'm supposed to be. That's how I'm expected to be. That's who I want to be because of yeah. that expectation. Yeah, it's just ugh. If I'm like him, so, he'll accept me. Yeah, and there's that too. Like if I am if I do what he needs me to do, which is be more like him, then maybe maybe I'll be accepted. Because if he's acceptable mm-hmm. by the standards of the populace, maybe if I'm like that, I'll also be accepted. Like it's just it's it's so like rife and like pure or like filled with with such like palpable sadness his whole yeah. storyline it's like thick it's so thick of like you poor you poor kid like yeah oh, that sucks god that's and there's a <laughs> part like, of you
1: Jesus. not when you first watch it but after you find out all about his story yeah. and everything there's a part of you in that moment they're like he couldn't have at least like been able to like send a hawk to his desk. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, you know, that person who hasn't been fucking seen in a hundred years and yeah. you thought you were sending me away forever searching for them. Like, well, I found him. I, I, your, yeah. your baby boy did a good,
0: Yeah. please
1: be proud of me. Like there's a part of you that uh... just was like, but Ozai, are you kidding me? truly like he literally had to find a man who was frozen in ice like give him just a also, little bit of slack the news.
2: lengths that yeah. men will go to to and especially sons to win their father's Ooh. approval they will literally oh, try God. to do the impossible
1: i have crossed yes. the entire world
2: for you oh, father my God. <laughs> yeah um also just side note i don't think zuko ever killed anybody in this entire in the entire series, I don't think he kills anybody. I think I he incapacitates know. but I don't think he ever kills anybody. And I think that's really on brand for him because what he was trying to do originally why he got burned was because he was like, Why are we like, let's save people, why are we trying yeah, to kill why innocent are we people? Exactly.
1: people? Right. Yes. And possibly not. We'll have
2: to I need to make a note. There are to... some
1: people who definitely kill people.
2: There <laughs> yes. are, but I don't think that our I don't think our Anybody in Team Avatar does? Yeah,
1: no. Mm-hmm. I also know I, I i I disagree. I think Katara killed some people, <laughs> and I have like I'm saving it for when we get to those episodes. But there are definitely some people who are dead because of Katara. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it also I think at least with Zuko too, it helps that Iroh is there. Because, like, in this moment, like, we're post-Warlord Iroh, so Mm. he's very much like, I'm a pacifist now. What's up? Like, to a certain degree. So having Mm. him be sort of, like, the guiding voice, and especially for somebody searching for a father figure, sort of, like, a guiding masculine Mm. figure in this young kid's life to, like, be like,
1: hey, let's you know maybe let's mm-hmm. not do that
0: like i don't like mate let's just have some tea yeah no.
1: like uh, was know? he still asleep well while... yes yeah he like he, he, was he was asleep like, oh. for a lot of this <laughs> he
0: woke up he woke up after the fight and saw um, them flying away and was like oh oh no oh.
1: yeah <laughs> and i'm like okay <laughs> sure and yeah and it's just so funny because like I wrote if anybody there knows how big of a deal just to see the avatar after all these years of searching. You would think that he'd be like, oh my god, the avatar. But he was like, Oh, I'm gonna take a nap. (laughs) I
0: I do I love how disconnected from expectation that he is. Yeah, like I literally could not give less of a shit about what is supposed to be me. Like what I'm supposed to do, I don't care. It does not matter. I'm sleepy.
2: Yeah. this is great and cool it seems like you have control good for of you. you nephew even though he's part of yeah. the white lotus he's just like oh <laughs> yeah okay that's cool like him coming out and telling zuko like good news the avatar's a kid <laughs> like just like yeah, why exactly. he escaped and so everything. <laughs> yeah that's
1: i so good when i see that i read it as like i think there's a part of iroh that's like oh he caught the avatar but we we can't deliver that kid to like the fire lord that would be horrible so like like as much as he loves Zuko and like you know doesn't want to hurt him he was like you you know that we can't actually do that original plan that we went out to do right and so maybe part of the like I'm taking a nap and um like he he's there to help Zuko but he doesn't have like a bloodlust about it. Yeah. He's like,
0: if you ask me for something, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely help you, but I'm not going on my way to make this happen for
1: you. Yeah. I was like, because just between you and me, I don't actually want it to happen. Yeah. Literally. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, we end the episode, which I love that at the end of the episode, it kind of just jumps straight Mm -hmm. into like a, like, right into adventure mode where it's like mm-hmm. this big amazing thing happened and they're like wow this is amazing and incredible and then it's like yeah for sure but like what do you guys want to do next <laughs> like do you guys want to like, go here or, like what do you want to do <laughs> you know what i mean There's yeah. sort of there's sort of a, like a, a, a carelessness or sort of like a lackadaisical mm-hmm. like sure that's fine whatever and th- that what you saw yeah that was crazy right like, but like isn't that and, weird isn't that weird? Yeah. Isn't that wild? Like, what was that about, y'all? And they're like, we don't know. <laughs> um, So it's a, re- it's a really nice, like, because it does feel like this is the end of the first, big air quotes, first episode. Just because it is sort of the wrapping of the first whole series of drama and uh, adventure. So it's a nice, like, cap into what is going to become the series, which is sort of a series of adventures with this overarching Zuko narrative um I I think it's a like a really lovely and sweet way to show these characters leading off into this adventure that we know and love
1: does Aang look back at Zuko as they're flying off in this episode I feel like that happens at some point it he sort of does when he like blocks the fireball
0: Mm -hmm. So, like, him and Iroh launch that huge fireball at them as they're flying away. And he has to, like, jump on um, Appa's tail to, like, block it. And I think he, like, as he blocks it, he's, like, looking down and Zuko's like, oh, no. And they, like, kind (laughs) of acknowledge each other a little bit. But I don't think it's, like, over Mm -hmm.
1: overt. Yeah, I was like, it's one of several times. But I I like all the layering of their connection same
0: like these oh there's gonna be so many good moments with them like yes uh, okay yeah i can't even
1: we're gonna get there we're gonna get there (laughs) music thank you so much for joining us (laughs) i really want to do that again (laughs) no
0: yeah um thank you for listening it's been a treat thank you so much for joining us we really love
1: it Music for The Momos and the Appas by Eric LaFibri and Jessica Tercero.
2: Editing by Eric LaFibri.
1: Artwork by David Tercero. Don't forget to rate and review us wherever you get your pods.
2: Bye! That's it! That's Bye. all! Thank you very Bye. guys! Thank guys. You. We'll see you next time! Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs>
0: Yay! Oh. <laughs> Episode 3! <Come> Woohoo! Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> This podcast has been brought to you by the Nostalgia Network.
2: Visit thenostalgianetwork.com for more.